Welcome to the Brian Eisenhower podcast, the show that goes deep into the strategies and systems that the highest producing agents, teams, and broker managers in North America use to propel their businesses forward. I'm your host, Brian Eisenhower, and I'm so excited that you're here today. You know, while you're here, I also want to personally invite you to join the fastest growing Facebook group for top performing real estate professionals. It's called the Real Estate Agent Roundtable. So be sure to join there and join in the conversation with all the most elite in the industry. You know, since I'm the founder of one of the largest real estate coaching and training companies in the world, people are always asking me, why do you give all of your secrets away on the podcast? Aren't you worried that people will just take all that knowledge and not use your coaching and training services at all? And I always respond to them by saying, you know, look at it like taking a test drive before you buy a car. After all, we consistently provide you value through our free content. And if we do that, and you do get value, won't you eventually start to feel more comfortable about coaching with a member of our team of elite coaches or subscribing to our real estate training systems and services? Isn't it also what real estate agents are supposed to be doing when they consistently and repeatedly market to the people in their spheres of influence? They add value and come from contribution with the hopes that people in their database will ultimately become more comfortable with the agent and choose to work with the agent. Plus, knowledge isn't always king. Highly successful agents and leaders know that implementation and accountability are where the magic really happens with regards to their success. Top performers are self-aware of this fact, which is why they all have coaches and training systems for their businesses. They're leaving you all the clues. It's just up to you to pick them up. And we trust that over time you eventually will. But for now, sit back, relax, and in the meantime, Enjoy this episode of the Brian Eisenhower Podcast. Hi, it's Brian Eisenhower, and I'm going to tell you a few tips and techniques, and most importantly, some scripts for real estate agents to use. And these are really talking points to help educate clients out there about how to visualize investing in real estate, even when they're selling a home, when they're buying a home how to educate clients to give them the confidence they need to be able to move and buy and sell real estate or a home in an environment when interest rates are in flux, when they could go up and they can go down. Uh, we, clearly, we saw in 2022 and 2023, interest rates rise to new levels that they haven't risen to in you know, 20 years. Prior to that, I'm dating myself. I, you know, I've been in the industry for for well over 30 years now, and you know, we were used to, you know, prior to I think really prior to 9/11 in 2001s, we were always, you know, used to higher interest rates and interest rates that moved around quite a bit. So I think some of the concepts and scripts I'm going to tell you about, you know, you got to kind of dig out of the closet a little bit. Uh, we haven't had to use them in the last 20 years since rates have you know remained very very steady and very very low relative to history you know over the past oh, you know 50 years our average interest rate is somewhere right around 8% for a 30 years amortized conventional loan now we've seen rates you know that used to be very steadily below 5% since 9-11 start to creep up north of that. And you know who knows where they're going to keep going up. And you never really know. It's very hard to predict interest rates. My dad was a real estate broker, a very intelligent man. 
a lot of uh, finance and accounting and economic knowledge. And he'd always say, man, don't try to predict interest rates. You, if, if you could predict interest rates, you know, you'd be a millionaire. So it's very hard to predict what interest rates are going to do. And if you start trying to make decisions around whether to buy and sell and time the rates as to when you're going to buy and sell because you're waiting on interest rates, it really is a fundamentally bad decision. So first of all, we as real estate professionals that advise clients need to get that concept in our head. Like we're not manipulating, we're not panic selling, we're not doing anything like that. If you're trying to time the rate, you first must believe internally, because I don't want to have a bunch of salesmen, at least in the traditional salesman concept, where we think of a car salesman who's just trying to make the sale that's not necessarily in our, our client's best interests. I always want you to do what's in our client's best interest. And I firmly believe buying in real estate sooner rather than later is always a better deal, especially as it pertains to interest rates, because home prices have gone up in value steadily over the last hundred years. Even little dips backwards, which are real little dips, like in the Great Recession of 2006, 7, 8, and 9, it only took a few years for the median home price to get right back above where it started. And for the most part, everybody got their equity back. So home prices do go up. So waiting in any way, shape, or form just means that home prices are going to keep going up, trying to time these little tiny dips that happen because they go up and down all the time, but only during the Great Depression and the Great Recession, which are about 100 years apart, <laughs> did we see any substantial price decrease that lasted more than a year or just those two times. And it wasn't much more than a year in both cases, both times the median home price came back because when you have a recession, typically there's less building, there's less supply, or there's less supply, prices go up. So it usually naturally rebounds very, very quickly. And in those two cases, the slowest two times in history, they still rebounded within a few years. Other than that, prices have never gone down for more than a year straight. And they're certainly not doing that in 2022, where they went up 10%. In 2023, we're already seeing more appreciation over the course of that year as well, too, based on the national median home price. Now, there are certain locations where you might be overvalued a little bit and it comes back a little bit. But again, usually over the course of an entire year's appreciation, I, I think in most places, you're going to see prices go up just about everywhere. And that's what our clients, we represent many of the highest producing agents, coaches, team leaders, broker managers across North America. And into 20, well into spring of 2023, we've seen nothing but home price increases in just about every single market we're in because of lack of supply. So hopefully you can feel that and you can understand that because if they're just waiting on the interest rate, that's kind of a knee-jerk statement because moving's tough. If you think about yourself moving, I just, I just, I'm like, oh man, because I, I hate the idea of moving. You know, I got to pack, I got to like straighten the house up. I got to let people through my house. I got to look for a place to buy. Then I got to move. It's a freaking nightmare. Got to meet with lenders. I mean, there's just all this, just a hassle. And when there's a lot of work to be done, a tough activity, man, we just don't want to do it. You know what I mean? We just don't want to do it. Like I, you know, I want to get in shape. I don't want to go to the gym. I don't want to join a gym. I got to lose weight. I, I got to start eating healthy. I don't want to do that either. That's effort. I don't want to do sit-ups. I don't want to eat broccoli, all that kind of stuff. It's no fun. So naturally speaking, we're going to push away from the pain associated with those activities that are ultimately going to get us the results we want. Because the pain usually comes first before the result. So we our knee-jerk is to push away. And I'll always use this example. You see this uh, test that we all fall for. Anytime you walk into a department store, you know, you walk into Nordstrom's or any big department store, you've, they're usually big enough to have a greeter up front. 
who says, hi, welcome to Nordstrom's. Can I help you with anything? And we always say the same thing. No, I'm just looking. But we're never just looking. I mean, unless you're my mom. I'm never looking when I go to the department store. I actually have a plan to find something there. And quite frankly, those that person, that greeter can probably tell me where to go in that big department store a lot faster than I can figure it out. But our knee jerk is to not stop. We're there. We finally parked. We're in the store and we want to go. This is fun. I'm here. The air conditioning hits me. Last thing I want to do is stop and have some small talk with a stranger greeter. So our knee jerk is to actually push away and actually lie. No, I'm just looking. (laughs) So that's our gut reaction to help. And it's very easy for a home buyer, seller to say, I don't want to move. And they can use interest rates as the reason to justify not having to go through all those uncomfortable steps associated with moving. It's really easy. You can say, hey, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to have a pack now. I don't have to like meet with an agent. I don't have to have an agent over. I don't have to straighten up the house. I don't have to fix the stupid repairs around here. Don't have to meet with a lender. Don't have to move, find a house, let people come through the house. Oh, I don't have to do any of that. If I can just say the interest rate's the reason we're not going to do it. Now I can be lazy and do nothing and change nothing because as, as humans, we are just adverse to change, breaking our ruts, breaking our habits, changing our rituals. It's very hard for us to change. And so interest rates become that knee jerk. And it's very important if someone wants, has goals about getting to a new neighborhood, getting in a better school district, investing more in real estate, because you got to realize if someone's in a house that's 400,000 and they want to buy a house that's 750,000, they're going to have, they're going to own a lot more real estate if they trade up. And having more real estate just gets you more assets over time after 10 years The $750,000 property is going to make them a lot more money than the $400,000 property, almost twice as much. So they're getting more invested. They're taking more of their money and investing it in real estate, which long-term has historically always been good, always been good. So with that being said, they need to be buying now and not waiting and timing anything. So I know what you're saying. All right, Brian, I get it. I'm with you. How do we tell them when they tell us, hey, I'm waiting on the rates? Well, this is where I want to get with you here. Really what I do is I break it down into four points. Okay. So what I'll do is when they say, Hey, you know, I just kind of want to wait. I'm not comfortable with the rates. I want to see what's going to happen with the rates right now. I'll say, okay. And I'll say, my question will be, so what's the worst that could happen? Like if you did buy right now before prices go up, what's the worst that could happen? What are you worried about? Because there's really four things they might worry about. Okay. And I'll usually ask them what's their first, because I want to take that objection and knock it out. And then I might even say some of my other clients worry about this. It's very common. And then I'll go through my talking points. I'll say, hey, you know, I'm, you know, this used to happen all the time. We just haven't had to worry about it in a, in, a, in a while. But you don't ever want to let interest rates hold you up. And you want to be matter of fact about that. You don't ever want to let interest rates hold you up. That's wrong because that is, that's black and white. That is wrong. So you want to be very firm on that. You don't want to let the drunk person drive the bus here. You want to take the wheel and say, don't ever let interest rates, don't let that be the reason. Okay, so I'm gonna take a quick break to talk to you all about something I'm really excited about. This year's ICC Summit is happening in San Diego at the Paradise Point Resort on its own island, surrounded by beaches in the middle of San Diego's beautiful Mission Bay. I mean, could there be a better venue? We have the entire resort and island to ourselves. 
And one thing that makes the ICC Summit so special are all of the great people that will be there. That's what I always hear after one of our summits. They always say, man, I met some great people too. Networking and new friendships are formed and unlike most real estate conference, the mastermind sessions at the ICC Summit are exciting, fast-paced, and led by many of North America's top producing agents, team leaders, and broker managers, not to mention our team of elite coaches and some well-known industry leaders too. We also believe in an interactive and participatory environment and that that provides the richest learning experience out there for our attendees. No boring keynote speeches here. It's a high-powered three-day event, September 6th through 9th, 2023. You can register today at ICCSummit2023.com. That's ICCSummit2023.com. You can find that link in the podcast description too. Register today and use the promo code PODCAST for $100 off your registration fee. So I hope to see you all in San Diego. And now let's get back to the podcast. If you're not ready to move, that's one thing. You know, if you can't find the house, we'll, we'll work on that. But don't let it be interest rates because that would be a bad financial move. And here is why. So depending on which one of these four, that's why they, they answer with when I say, what's the worst that's going to happen? There's four things that they could say. They could They could say, well, if I bought now, what happens if, what if rates go down? Well, then of course, it's very simple. We can refinance. We got the price of the home now before it goes up further. And we can always refinance when it goes down. And that's the old, hey, I mean, you marry the house, you date the rate. I hate saying that, but it, it been, my dad told me that one. It's been around forever. That's why it's an old adage. And they've been saying it you know, for decades and decades and decades, because that is a prudent business advice. Because you can always refinance for relatively very low cost whenever you want to. Your whole decision will be when to refinance. Where's the bottom? You know. Other than that, you know, you lock in now. You get the lifestyle. You're moving for a reason, right? And after we tap into the motivation of why they want to move, you know, for your kids, you know, to be close to your grandparents, for the school district, you know, you want to buy a vacation home, all the different enjoyment that'll give you, whatever to invest, to get rentals, whatever, whatever that is. Don't squash those dreams over an interest rate. Go now, lock it in, start making the dream happen, especially before prices go up. And we can always refinance that rate down if it ever does. The other option is, option number two, is rates actually go up. Rates actually go up. And if rates go up, well, that's great. You've locked in at the lowest rate possible. And if they ever go down a long time in the future, you can always refinance. So that's a, that's a reason to go now is if rates are going to go up, if you buy now and rates go up even higher, at least you've locked in. I mean, just as much as someone's worried about rates going down, they could go up just as just the same. And if you're going to try to, like we talked about, if you're going to try to predict what's going to happen to rates, please don't do that. I mean, there's guys all over, you know, CNBC, economic experts, head fund managers, Warren Buffett. They don't even pretend to predict interest rates. They really don't. They, I mean, if they knew, they would have all in money on things like yield curves and and uh, and mutual funds and, and and bank securities and 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 it's just not that clear cut, or they'd all be doing it. You never know what type of economics going to data is going to come in that's going to cause changes in ten-year bond curves and Federal Reserve Chairman interest rate policy. And there's lots of data that we just can't control on that. It's not just a, an economics decision. So please understand if rates, you know, 
If we buy now and rates go down, we refi. If buy now and rates go up, we've locked in, we're awesome. Then number three, what if we buy now and prices go up? Same thing. You got strategy, you got equity. So, and that's what's always happened since we've had interest rates <laughs> for almost a hundred years. Home prices have always gone up consistently. Okay. Always. I think the average is now close to 5% per year. And if you look at the last 10 years, that average is about six and a half percent a year. That is huge. If you're talking about a $500,000 house, holy moly, that's a lot of money. And uh, that's big, big, big equity, um, big, big equity. So really important to get that money invested. That's almost like having a mutual fund, um, you know, just, just slightly south of a return of a mutual fund, in fact. And you get to live in it, use it, get tax deductions, all those wonderful things. So that's the other thing that can happen. And there's the fourth thing that can happen. You could buy now and prices go down. Well, we talked about that. It's only happened twice in history where prices have gone down for more than a year. The national median home price caught back up, went down and came back up to get the average person's equity back within three to four years. We know that the average person lives in a home for five years in this country. So my question to them would be, if you really think prices, you think we're heading towards a great recession or depression, do you intend to live in the house for more than a few years? Because if the answer is yes, might as well get there and mitigate all your other risk. Because if your intention, because everybody intends to live in a house for more than three years when they first buy it, it just is what it is. And they might, other things might happen in their life to cause them to change. It won't be because the house is fault and it, would, and it wouldn't be part of their plan anyway. So it's hard to plan for the, for the chaos and the uncertainty of what may come down the road. But for now, at least you're getting into real estate sooner rather than later. So if you're going to live in it three years, you've got the worst case scenario. That is probably the worst case scenario is home prices do go down, even though it's only happened twice in the last hundred years and you know only happened for a few years. And we still have an average of 6% appreciation every year. Even if we take those two depression recessions into consideration, that's the worst that could happen. If you live in the house for a few years, it doesn't affect you at all. You're right to where you started. And even trying to time when to buy at the end of that would be hard. So that's why I ask them, what's the worst that could happen? And I attack one of those four. And then I explain the other three and just say, so there's really no scenario where you should wait to buy because of interest rates. If you're going to move, move for the lifestyle and then move for the investment into real estate. The interest rates are always variables. They are in flux and we can always refinance them. It's always better to buy sooner. The only time it might matter, guys, there's only one exception. I'll tell them this too is if you're buying a home and you plan to flip it in six to 12 months, that's the only time it might matter. I mean, I still don't think it does, you know, just because, you know, you're buying before and it usually goes up in price. So I think generally speaking, most flippers are still flipping it mad when interest rates are in flux. But I mean, I guess, you know, it could matter. I mean, the interest rate certainly doesn't matter for six to 12 months. It only impacts your carrying costs about any, you know, debt service payments for six to 12 months. So it doesn't have that, you know, interest rates aren't that big of a player in your margin for that short of a period of time. That's the only plan. I mean, the only time you might think about it. But again, that's just prices going down. And, and I don't, you know, we got a shortage of supply across this country. I do not see that changing anytime soon to dramatically, in, you know, initiate some sort of tremendous price decrease. Because if there's not enough supply, sorry, guys. I don't care about demand as it relates to supply. If there's not enough supply, prices will be stable or go up. That's just what's going to happen. 
That's kind of one of the principal rules of economics, despite everything you hear about affordability and things like that. Okay. Supply and demand rules and supply is more important than demand. That's why we call it supply side economics. So even if demand decreases, if there's no supply, eh, prices still should increase, right? So that's the idea. So it's important to educate. Okay. You don't need to take as much time as I did with you. Obviously, I would just start with that script. What's the worst that could happen? And then they're going to come with one of those four. And then you're going to respond to one of those four and explain to them. Then I'd explain the other three. Here's the other three things too. And here's why those don't matter. And really explain to them, those are common misconceptions. That's what a lot of people feel out there. And those are concerns. But please, all you're doing by kicking the can down the road and waiting is letting prices go up and maybe rates too. There's That's the dice roll. And we want to use those, we want to use those buzzwords. That's your gamble. That's your risk. That's your dice roll. The safe play, the conservative play is to buy now before rates possibly go up, before prices go up. You can always refinance the rate later if it doesn't go up. That's so we want to use words like safe, conservative to generate action now and waiting as the gamble because it truly is. I took a lot more time with that with you guys only because you need to believe it because it's true. You know, go back 20 years, think about all the times you didn't invest for a lot of different reasons and you wish you had them now. Well, don't let that be your clients. I really don't want to let it be you either. So that's the idea. You got to give your clients confidence, especially when there's not a supply. We've got competitive offers out there. They got to have the confidence to be able to make strong offers that get accepted. So give it to them. Give it to them. I hope this helps guys increase that buyer urgency and let them not hold back and wait because of interest rates. All right, guys, thanks for being on the podcast today. Can't wait to see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Brian Eisenhower podcast. You can learn more about ICC at EisenhowerCoaching.com. That's I-C-E-N-H-O-W-E-R.com. You can also enroll in one of our many online courses at ICCOnlineLearningCenter.com. That's ICCOnlineLearningCenter.com, where you'll find the most expansive real estate training library in the industry. We also offer custom training portals for real estate teams and brokerages looking to give all of their agents access to our expansive course list of courses and training systems. Some companies even take it one step further by purchasing versions of our courses and systems that are white label branded to their specific real estate organizations. Also, be sure to subscribe to Eisenhower Coaching's YouTube channel to watch new video content that we put out each and every week. And again, be sure to join the fastest growing Facebook group for top performing real estate professionals by searching for the Real Estate Agent Roundtable Group. With all of that said, thank you again for joining us today. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Brian Eisenhower Podcast.